party. Fucking resell. I don't believe you, though. I don't believe you. Hey, what's up, everybody? How's it? Now I want to pull up Reddit. <laughs> uh, I'm Tanner. Uh, this is another episode of the Groovy Misfits podcast. Uh, I'm here with the bestest of friends, the friends I've known, a friend of mine, the closest friend I've had since I've been sober. Desperate Max. Yes, Desperate Max Desperate. Max Desperate. Uh, say what's up, Max. Hi, everyone. Uh, we just got done recording the Four Loco episode, uh, and now that Max lives out in the middle of fuck, where, what would you, like, what city do you, or like, how, what do you claim? Well, Mount Vernon would be the closest, but I'm technically in a nature preserve. Okay. You would be in a nature preserve because like regular just places to live aren't cool for you. Yeah. I live, I live on a lake called Big Lake kind of by Mount Vernon. Which is more of like a smallish medium sized lake. It is. But compared to the lakes around there, because we have like, we have a Lake Cavanaugh, which is pretty nice. And then we have Lake McMurray, which is where the poors live. Uh, the poors, yeah. The poors, the yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Big Lake is the Big Lake. Oh, you mean middle class? That's where middle class lives. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right on. Uh, I'm actually super interested. So tell me real quick, like, how's it been? So you've you've lived much like me, either like city or suburb type your whole life. Yep. And so now making, I would have never. So like, since I've known you, I would have never guessed. For a long time, at least. I mean, you've changed a lot. You've grown a lot. So, like, and we can get into that. But uh, I would have never guessed you to move, make that move. So, it's a lot different, and I like it a lot more. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I've lived in, I've lived all over the fucking place. Everywhere from Tacoma to Renton to Seattle to Linwood. Like, Don't all say over. Tacoma. You lived in Puyallup. Shut the fuck up. No, I lived in Tacoma, too. Oh, did you really? Okay, yeah, cool. right by uh, Wapato Park, if you know where that is. I know where fucking Wapato Park is, bro. Literally right outside of there. They like crack over in Wapato Park. Yes, you they know? do. Anyway, um, yeah, so the last few years, I've been living in uh, Bothell, downtown Bothell, which is like, it's suburbs, right? Like, it's starting to blow up a little bit, but, um, you know, regular fucking, uh, w- what do they call it? Um, uh, just, like, bougie fucking apartments for right. the most part. Right. But, like, um, I've got, I've been tired of the city. There's no reason for me to be there. Yeah, when I met you, you were in Garage House. Tell I was in Garage, Garage House. House. Garage what House? was Garage House? Garage House was the move, man. It um, was. You, you thrived in the Garage House for many years. I lived at Garage House for, like, four or five years. Yeah, and it was a legit... It was like retrofitted with a bathroom and it had a little kitchen. So it was like made to be a home, but it was a low key, like shanty. It was a fucking shack. Dude, it was a shack. It was a, it was a retrofitted shack that wasn't retrofitted very well. And you made it as bougie as possible. Bro, that fucking, I, I, I made garage house fucking like high class. (laughs) I had like with your golden pocket pussy or whatever. (laughs) I had so much nice shit in that fucking garage house. They will never find somebody that does garage uh, house as well as I did. Garage I agree. House. You were the original. You were the OG bougie tiny houser. Yeah. And I probably, I honestly, I probably would have lived there a lot longer, except oh, I, took I know a, you would have. I took a position that was in Redmond. And uh, at the time I had to come into work for the first few months. And I was like, that that's drive- where you're at now, right? No. Oh, you mean that job? Yeah. Yeah. That what you're doing now is the job that was in Redmond. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 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 I'm just trying to. Yeah. So that was like four years ago, and um, 
yeah, basically, I, I was like, okay, well, Bothell, Bothell's like really close to Redmond. Yes. It's like a 20-minute drive as opposed to me being stuck in Seattle traffic for two hours at a yes, time. which is smart. So I moved to Bothell, and I stayed in uh, my first apartment for about a year and a half. And then, um, you know, me and Bree got together, and we got something bigger that was the uh, same, same apartment complex. Yeah. But um, me working virtually, I've been virtual for the vast majority of the last seven years. This year, most of your career. The like, vast majority. After you did jewelry and everything or whatever, yep. and in-person sales, yeah, you were just it's, you were doing work from home before anyone else it's pretty much it's pretty much just been working from home for a long time yeah and uh god I mean, how th- does your dick just ever get raw from all the times you just masturbate uh yeah i feel like because like back in the day you know when i had a strong libido it's, it's, I it's really easy to just all the time you know work four hours You're like and then, oh i made a sale i should celebrate yeah <laughs> exactly <Jergens."> anyway <laughs> <laughs> um yeah since i work from home it was like well I have good income, and it was like, okay, well, we want to find some place that's that's you know a lot nicer. Right? Yeah. There's no point in us paying three thousand dollars a month for a fucking two bedroom in Bothell when three thousand dollars a month in in Kitsap County, for example, would get us a house. really nice yeah. house. Yeah. So we were looking all over the place, and we probably spent a good eight months. I remember. Um, maybe not eight months. Probably about six months. You Just, guys were shooting your shot too. We were like, looking all over the place at some wild shit exactly like, like shit that made me sweaty like everything you do every financial decision you make i get sweaty from i'm like oh my fucking god this is crazy because i'm just so reserved yeah in how i move but yeah some of the places you were looking at were incredible well yeah we, we and we were looking at some really nice places but the thing is is like we couldn't find anything that was like perfect for us right and um yeah basically uh, uh Man, I had I have I had no limit on the rent at one point, and I was just looking. Okay, let's look all over Washington, right? Everything like from from uh, from the, the middle of the state over to the all the way to the, like the coast. Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't find anything on the peninsula, dude. Because we I, we found two looking, things. We found two things. Right. So the first one was in Vaughn, and it was absolutely beautiful. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever saw that place or remember looking at. Was it. that the one where like uh, it was it was really nice, close to the water, private beach? Yes, yeah, yeah. That place was insane. It yeah, was really nice, admit. and like we were like the the uh, second people. On like basically, it went to somebody else because they had better credit. Right. But like we were the runner up on it, and we didn't end up getting it. Which is weird because you had, were you both gonna co-sign? Yes. Bree so Bree has decent credit, and my credit's like been building up. Right. But still, with two co-signers, yeah, well, could trump one. But they probably had two co-signers too. They probably had two co-signers, yeah. and like we had two dogs or whatever. So it was like, I don't know. I think I think uh. It was just a safer bet for them, which I get it. You know, that's completely fine. And then there was one other place that we found in Seabuck that was uh, also on a nature reserve. It was in the middle of fucking nowhere. I mean, legitimately, right. like, it, <laughs> I don't even know if the place had cable. But it was it was really cheap because it was, like, state property or whatever. And uh, basically, uh, there were so many people that applied for that place that we didn't even get a fucking call back. But then we found this place in Big Lake, and we have – we have a phenomenal landlord and uh, our neighbors are great except for one neighbor who's a tweaker like right i don't know i don't know how it is but they're like rich tweakers right like, <laughs> like they have a bunch of jet skis and boats but like they have no boat etiquette whatsoever so they'll like fucking be doing donuts in the water right in front of our dock <laughs> just like fucking up our dock and shit <laughs> and like i swear to god every fucking night at nine o'clock he starts doing construction of course he does. Like, what the fuck, man? Like, yeah. you can't find any other time of day. Like, every night at 9 o'clock, he ends up going on, on, on his deck, and, like, he has, like, these That's big That's when tweakers start witching. Dude, yeah. That was my witching hour. Fucking nuts. I hate, I hate living next to him, but, like... 
it's whatever, man. But yeah, I, I really enjoy it. Um, I don't think I'll ever move back to the city, to be honest yeah. with you. And I don't think I'll ever have like a cookie cutter house in the suburbs again. Right. Uh, I, I like but you're not going to stay there for no, no, fuck no. We're going to move in the next year. Because so. it's kind of like, I, I love it. I was surprised. So like I didn't know, I hadn't seen pictures, but when I went out there and I got to come back and everything and I love you and I'll, I'll be back. Yeah, whatever. cookie dinner but, uh, next weekend. Whatever you want. Right. But uh, the, I was surprised because well, when I got there and I saw the front of it, remember like that, that front house. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god, dude! They have like a fucking mansion. This is crazy. Yep. But then it's cool because, because then I'm like, that's too. I think that's too much house, and I, I just immediately I'm like, that goddamn, that's like too much house, too much money, whatever. But then you go back around, right? So it, would your spot be considered like a like quote unquote like mother in law house? I don't know if connected? it would. Be, I don't think so. I think it's more. I think you would consider it more like a duplex. Okay. So the house was built um, <clears throat> before the current owners had it. Yeah. Right? And uh, basically, there was an old couple that lived upstairs. Yeah. And they ended up down below where like where I live used to be like a parking garage essentially. Whoa. So they ended up demolishing that and then building where I live now yeah. underneath of it. Right? Yeah. So. Um, for extenuating circumstances, they ended up having to move, and then my current landlord ended up buying it. And really nice guy, he's a fucking doctor or whatever. He bought the whole, yeah, yeah, the whole so property. So his his um, daughter and uh, her husband live upstairs. Yeah, and they're fucking phenomenal people. Yeah, right. And then me and Bree live downstairs, but like we love we love it because it's open concept, right? Sure. And uh, you know we got the big bay windows or whatever, and then I have my office. We have the bedroom, which was really nice, and then Aubrey's got her room, and right. Bree Bree built a yoga room or whatever. So it's it's like perfect for us. But um, yeah, it's uh, it's kind of quirky, like a lot of things in the house, just because like it's a unique space. Yeah. It's not like a traditional space for sure. I love it. I gotta I, say, I it's too. perfect for you guys, and it's really gorgeous, and it's just like just enough space where you feel comfortable, but it's not so big where you because like I hate like these houses that people get where it's so much that you're, they try and just fill it up with random shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or it's just like really empty. Yeah. Like I struggle making my apartment feel like full and cozy. Yeah. And so like when I think of a house, I'm like that's so much. And then you feel like you're just buying shit and couches you never use and you know, whatever. And that's, that's something that I've always done in the past is just like stuff just a house fill, fill shit. shit up. Yeah. Right? Like fill it up to the top. Yeah. And uh, I think we specifically went into this place with the purpose of everything having its place and everything having a purpose. Right. 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 And uh, we've done a pretty good job with it. And um, I'm trying to convince Bree to let me buy a boat, but she doesn't think I'll take care of it supposedly. Yeah. I would slow it down. Maybe get a ski do. Yeah. She's more, she's more apt to get, get a ski do. Cause yeah. on a boat, you're going to need, well, I mean, if you want to keep it on just your lake, yep. then you don't need it. You don't need a trailer. You don't need anything like that unless you need to get it worked on. Yep. So then you probably need a truck. And then also ski dues really simple to like pull out of the water, toss on something if you want to like winterize it over the winter. Yep. And they're just more fun. Like, cause you're not going to take it to the big lake. Like, I don't, I don't, I think boats are more fun. That, when I was think last jet time skis, ski do, bro. jet skis get old quick. It's nice to have a, yeah. all you and all your friends on a boat. You but, know? like, you your lake a... isn't that big. So you're just. It's pretty good sized. Bubba, it's not like fucking Lake Washington Fuck where no. you can. That's like good boat lake. Yeah. Because no, you're, you can go all over and you're just chilling. You're, you want to know why your redneck dude does circles in his boat? Because that's all he can fucking do in that lake. So a jet ski is more like go rip for 30 minutes, come off. Go rip, come off. We have professional wakeboarders on our lake. They I believe it. get up it. at 4 o'clock in the morning. Weird flex, but okay. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm just saying. Like, they get up at like 4 o'clock in the morning. Are, they, the are their names like, Brody? Probably. I don't yeah. know. But like Brody and Shake. It's big enough that we see biplanes landing and taking off from our lake. 
That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. They're probably running cocaine. From probably. Canada. Probably. But um, yeah, <laughs> so I, it's got its pros and its cons. We don't plan on being there for more than another year because yeah. we want to build or buy somewhere. Uh, Brie wants to be closer to her family in Kitsap. And uh, honestly, fuck Mount Vernon and fuck Anacortes uh, just because of the people there. Dude, so right. Dude. I, so right. I can't even tell you how much these bumpkin fucks piss me off. No, I believe it. I believe it. Dude, I go to Puyallup and it starts like, like, you know, that's still like in the cities or towns or whatever. It's big. And it's just like, holy fuck. And then you get out there, out there. And it's just like, it gets just, you know, worse and worse. Everybody in a truck riding your ass the whole time. Like legitimately, yeah. I was going out to uh, Gig Harbor the other day. Yeah. Right. And it was like seven o'clock in the morning. And I was in the carpool lane with one other person and we were going 85 miles per hour. Yeah. And I had people on my fucking ass driving yeah. around me. There's fucking trucks driving around yeah. me because I wasn't going fast enough for them. Dude, I, you're a perfect. I just they don't mean to interrupt. You are a perfect example of like someone that doesn't fit like a specific mold not of like all. of like how they identify to life because you fucking love guns, right? You have a lot of just like uh, good fucking points of view that aren't necessarily like not a whole lot of left ideology or progressiveness, like like guns and just certain certain other things. Yep. But then also like you fucking uh, you you care you love people you you know like you say a cab and all that shit and so it's just like really interesting how you're you're a person that I really enjoy that I can get like an objective view on everything without having to worry about like because sometimes I think people just lean in so much to. Uh, one thing identity become, politics just yeah and they know. just like they get folded up into that shit and i'm not big into politics regardless but it's just like it's cool to see someone like you and why i love talking to you about mostly everything it's because you're not blindfolded by just like your side or your line yeah like you're all over the place such as i am so it's just it's really cool well i think most of the people that i uh, connect with are like that like breeze like that you're like that my friend sean's like that like i i don't know i think it's i think it'd be stupid to just the one side or right side of the aisle and just I don't know I, I, I regardless I need to get the fuck out of Mount Vernon yeah yeah you know for sure moral's, moral story is that uh, so I have a question for you uh, are you still in crypto no you got out of crypto I did yeah why um did you leave up no because I'm a drug addict, and what happens is that I, uh, <laughs> okay. I start, okay, I start, I know why you left now, because okay. I start trading futures at really high margins, <laughs> this is it, and liquidate my it. account really fucking quick, dude, that is so funny, oh my god, why did you get out, or did you leave on top, no, that's why you got out, yeah, I don't have, I don't think I have the discipline to trade, they trade successfully, I can to a certain extent, and I definitely know, like, the principles of uh, accumulation and distribution yeah. and like points of resistance support or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, I, I can do it and I know how to do it like technically and not just like haphazardly throwing money in. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I just, I put margins on things that I shouldn't be putting on and fucking just trying to try, trying to get up real quick when I shouldn't be trying to get up. Real well, quick. that, that was like what got popularized. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. that's whenever that starts happening, when it gets in the lexicon of like pop culture and fucking yeah. Instagram and it starts becoming like trendy that's I was I had no desire to get into that shit ever but uh I, I mean I thought about it like doing like safe just investments because like I like the idea of putting a thousand dollars into like say Tesla and in five years that five thousand compounded into say 15 and I'm out or whatever Tesla has had the biggest growth out of any stock in the they're, they're gonna continue to grow yeah they it's are. the safest investment you so can you're do. gonna cop a Tesla bot uh what do you think about that 
What do you think about that? Have you have you really like looked into it at all? A little bit, not a ton. So and I I get what it is, but like I don't know, just the. So the Tesla Tesla just had their like uh, geek boy like fanboy big tech. You know they come out and they show all the cool shit they're doing, which their cars I think are becoming fully autonomous now. Like like they're they're really pushing the envelope. And then they announced, which I know all of this because memes. I start seeing memes. Uh, I saw one that was like. My Tesla bot going to the store to get me Pepto Bismol because I have a stomach ache, and it was just like a Tesla bot walking through, just like fire, <laughs> yes. just walking there. Uh, but they they uh, they rolled out a very human like. I think it's vaporware, so I don't think it's actually functional, right? It's supposed to be. So it's based on the the computer that Tesla uses in their cars, and I think it's supposed to mainly be for manual labor. My question is, when can you fuck them? Right. I think that. Yeah, dude, and I think that's always going to be that like for the average consumer and what's going to be like the cornerstone of every market when it comes to like autonomous fucking robots is going to be when can we fuck them? Yeah. That's it. Dude, you look at like sci-fi movies and ones that have to do with like artificial intelligence and robots yeah. and shit. Yeah. There's usually a twist where somebody's it's fucking a robot. It's always just except uh I am robot. No one was fucking in that movie. Yeah, but they didn't really make those robots to like. But I think that was a precursor. That's what I think. That's what we're closer to to start. Yeah. Than the fuckable robots that are like ex machina or whatever. Yeah. I think that's way down the road. But I think the first one. I think the Tesla bot would be closest if you're thinking of like a pop culture reference to I Am Robot. It is. Yeah. Where they're first to be, you know, household, which was a great movie by the way, and also kind of fucks with me because if you look at the cars. Do you remember? Have you seen that movie? Are you yeah, familiar absolutely. with it? So when Will Smith's driving, he's like, you know, the edgy, like, ex-cop or whatever. And he's, you know, great. A-cab. He's amazing, though. A-cab. Honestly, if Will Smith was a cop, no A-cab to Will Smith's a cop. Mm, he's still a bastard. Whatever. So uh, Will Smith's a saint, dude. So, but when he's driving his fucking car, he always refuses to drive it on autopilot because all cars are fully autonomous and they do the driving in that in that. Well, scenario. not only that, but because, like, he didn't – he. He was the one who got saved instead of. Don't you remember that? Am yeah. I thinking of a different movie? No, no. He ended up being. What do you mean? Well, like he got in the car accident that went in the water and the robot went and saved him instead of the other person because. No, he had, no, 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 no. What uh, am I thinking? You of? were all. Tw- I don't know, dude. That came out of left field. I'm talking about because they tried to kill this motherfucker. Well, I know they tried to kill him, but I'm saying he like, crash in the water, that was though. his grudge against the fucking robots from <gasps> the get. Remember? Oh, my bad. Yeah, yeah, When he yeah. got in the car accident and, and the robot said of his daughter. Yeah, because he was the one that was the, the robot did the calculation and it's like, oh, yeah, strong black man's going to live. The daughter's yeah, right, right, right. Uh, so with uh, with that, I see the comparison with Tesla's because they're just now starting. So we always I always think like when we think of the future. We always imagine it's going to be so disproportionately like advanced in where we are now, right? Yeah. But like, we also forget that we only we live a hundred years, and in our hundred year, yeah. So like from one hundred, say like uh, nineteen hundred to two thousand, insane growth, right? Like unrecognizable. And then from even like fucking two thousand to two thousand or two thousand to what would it two thousand twenty or twenty one hundred? Yeah. I guess you could say. Is gonna be pretty fucking astronomical as yeah, well. Yeah, it's not. It's not linear. It's completely exponential, which is scary because you, are you familiar with the singularity or Turing tests? Uh, so, t- well, those are two. Yeah, two different things. Singularity is. It remind me. It's like peak fucking like when uh, 
AI takes over essentially, right? Essentially. I mean, you could think of it like that. So a singularity can refer to a lot of things. Singularity yeah. is the point at which uh, the event horizon of a black hole where uh, basically the point of no return might can't escape, right? And then when it comes to AI, though, the singularity refers to the point at which uh, it could become sentient, right. essentially. Right, right, right. Um, Turing test is Alan Turing was a German yes. mathematician. Uh, basically, he came up with uh, a template. It, it was essentially a, an experiment where uh, somebody's talking uh, to one person and then talking to a robot or computer, right? And if he can't tell the difference between it the passes robot the Turing test. and yeah, it passes the Turing test. And that is a standard to use for just like it is. realism and like if we're getting fucking sketchy or yeah, not. Yeah. AI is fucking sketch. I yeah. mean, the thing is, is like there's tons of uh, experiments out there by like Google or Facebook, for example, where AI start using their own language and they have to shut them down. They're like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> yeah. Like it's, uh, I mean, it's machine learning, right? Yeah. I mean, machine learning, the idea that. Which uh, teaches itself at a much higher rate and can learn much higher when it comes to like what we program in and then once we let it loose, it can just rip. Exactly. You know I'm saying? And then they're like, what the fuck? You know, yeah. so sometimes in the fear is one day they won't have an off switch Yeah. because the fucking thing is going to be like, no, 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 fuck boy. I'm the captain now. Or self-replicating nanomachines, the gray goo theory. So that's actually a really cool theory for space travel because they, they say, or, or, or civilizations in space because they say that the easiest way for, a civilization to colonize the entire galaxy, the entire universe, right? Would by is by self-replicating nano satellites and technology that's constantly. So then think about it, just spreading it out, spreading it out, spreading it out, and that it would take like, in regards to like astronomical years, not a long time. Like within a million years, say, yeah. for a random number, it would take when for us right now it would be billions and billions of years yeah. for us to take over the whole universe. But with the self-replicating nanobots or whatever, satellites or whatever they want to call them, probes, you could blanket the entire universe if you did it correctly with – But like, it wouldn't stop, and that's where the great goo theory comes it, from. Because it just – every all space would be filled with that eventually. Yeah. It's fucking I've never heard of the great goo theory, but that is very interesting. Yeah, look it up. Yeah, well, I think that, like, we don't – it's so crazy how much we're still – like. Do you remember at one point in your life ever thinking like, oh, we've kind of figured everything out? Nope. I have. Well, because I'm, I'm not as like. I thought I knew everything when I was probably like 13. I'm not speaking me, but I'm saying in general. Like we've sussed out what's bad for us. We've sussed out the universe and just basics. I, I thought that before. Like, okay, we kind of have everything under our grasp. But then like every year since then, it, we've j it's just been like, oh, we were definitely wrong about this. Like. What are we experiencing right now, whether it's a chemical that we're using in food or whether it's like some fucking repe bug repellent or something that we're using that we ingest every day then in 10 years or like your fucking robot dick vape or whatever, in 10 years we're going to find out, oh, that turns you into like Golem or like that's like really bad or oh yeah, that's what's killing us or Shout whatever. out to the COVID shot. Yeah. The, well, I'm fully vaccinated by the way. So am I. Uh, no, I don't, but I don't think that that's. I mean, yeah, we're going to learn that there's a fucking – there's a loss there somewhere, but that's with everything. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, it's just a trip how we – I get super naive, dude, and I'm like, oh, yeah, everything's safe, uh, organic or non-organic. We're all healthy, whatever. But then, like, do you remember uh, – have you ever heard of the Radium Girls? Sounds familiar. So there was a Netflix documentary – or it was a show, but it was about these girls who would make clocks, and they would – Radium was something they would use – to make the clocks like vibrant so you can see the whatever and they would 
Yeah. Is there radium in that? I'm, no. Well, I don't know what it is, but it definitely glows. So it was a factory where a bunch of women were. Yes. Yes. And I they know would, exactly they what would you're talking lick, about. They would lick the radium or they would lick the thing with the radium on it. And radium yep. was just this compound, this chemical, and they would lick it and then to get it on there to be more efficient so they can do more things because that's how they were paid. And all these girls, do they started getting holes in their face and their fucking teeth were falling out and they were dying because of radium poisoning. Which at one point was like a standardized industry that was okay, right? And then they found out like, oops, this is very bad. I think they use iridium now. Something, yeah. Uh, or maybe that's what it was, but they called it radium. I don't know. It was marketed, whatever. But it's just crazy because I think about like, what are we experiencing now that in 50 years there's going to be like a class action lawsuit or like your dude's balls fall off or something because of something that's in the shampoo. You know, it's just because it's always about the bottom line. In, in America specifically because capitalism where it's like, let's just throw in this new compound that fucking Steve over there at the labs made and Steve's little sus, but he's like, I figured it out and this is going to save us 50 cents on the dollar for every fucking. That's how we know. got car fentanyl from fentanyl. <laughs> right. Uh, so yeah, I, but long story short on the Tesla bot, I'm super stoked. I'm not as scared right now because I think by the time the over the the AI overlord or whatever theory comes into play, I'm gonna be in a dirt nap, dude. I don't think so. I'm gonna be in a dirt. I think nap. it'll happen within the next twenty years. You think? I do. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's aggressive, but uh, well, either that or you know the fucking planet dries up and we all die. That's closer. That is closer. I think in for civilization and like what we have right now, I think we will see another hundred. Nope. Or what was I saying? Did you see the MIT and uh, I think it was we have another 50 or it, I used to think we have 100, but we will not see 100 after that. So we have just one more hundred left. MIT for the civilization that we know it. MIT and I don't know if it was BP or um, it was one of the major petrol companies, right? They both simultaneously came out with a uh, research paper the other day saying that uh, it's looking like 2040, 2050 is about to be the cap of civilization before um, pretty much we're all fucked because of climate change. Which is crazy because if you think about it, in like 2010, they started talking about like the clock and like our time span. Yep. And we're like, yeah, 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 whatever. Because, you know, you know whatever, like we weren't, but like the large population was like, whatever, out of sight, out of mind, football's coming up, fucking LeBron James, whatever, and just all these different fucking, Kim Kardashian queefed again, we're like, you know, whatever. But really, and I just think now, like, we wake back up and it's like, oh, wait, yeah, remember that thing where they said we have 50 years? Well, now we have 30 years and nothing's changed. Yeah. Your plastic straw or your, your paper straws. And we're starting really to see it. it and fucking, like, yeah. now the general population is like, okay, yeah, this might be a thing. But of course, the only way to change it is to be like, basically have a mass mobilization akin to like World War II, where industrial nations actually try to combat it. But of course, you know, it's not going to happen. But, and, and that's, I, I was talking to someone. Fuck, dude. I can't remember who I was talking to about it. And they really kind of like were not trying to vibe with me on. Oh, it was, it was my buddy Wyatt, right? He was not trying to vibe with me. He just we have two different ideologies and perspectives and all that shit. And I get it. But I was trying to tell him more on like the capitalistic tip, uh, anti-capitalistic tip of like, look, I was like. Police for pl the police industry industrial complex or, or uh, the systemic fucking craziness with uh the police right and just the 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 abuse and all the crazy shit will never change and this i know you're going to be against this because you're just anti-police or whatever completely yep. but like i'm saying like 
even if say there was a possibility that there could be reform where it was like good, like it was just good. And I don't think it's ever been good, but like say there was that theory would never be able to be implemented because what that would take is time and money. And in a capitalistic nation that we live in, the bottom line always needs to be, even if it's 0.01 increase, it always needs to go up. There can never be how Nathan explains it. There can never be the same net, gross or gain as last year like the ly can't be the same yep that's bad yep that's very bad and if it's down at all that's when shit gets crazy right so because i'm like or also like like african-american women are disproportionately murdered or not murdered sorry disproportionately killed or die in pregnancies in childbirth in like western hospitals than any other race right they're also a lot less likely to have uh diagnostics done in a timely manner right which is one of the reasons why it's like that and, and one time i was talking to my auntie and i said hey auntie listen because she was really interested in all this shit and just like i was on the big tip uh last summer about it and i was like look why that will never it'll change like like slowly but why that'll never change is because that would mean that these hospitals need to completely shut down all the different people who are uh, practicing this way and they were taught in the old ways and that like have all these fucking biases and all this crazy shit, right? To just deconstruct that all, it would come to a screeching halt. They wouldn't have as many doctors. All the doctors would need retraining, right? They would need all the new protocols. They would need to like fucking go do like psychological value. They would have to just, it would, for 50 years, it would take to rehaul that just to fix that one problem. That doesn't mean we haven't addressed homelessness yet. We haven't uh, addressed policing yet. We haven't addressed like all these wacky things. Just that one like kind of niche in a way area will never get fixed because in order for them to get the retraining and the proper scenario happen where these women can actually like have the quality care that they deserve, it would take billions of dollars in reform or say millions of dollars in reform and years without a profit because then these, these hospitals wouldn't be able to operate and then – but they, what, what's crazy is what I always say is like eventually it would actually make more money because when you have healthier women coming out of pregnancies and living, that means you're going to have more return. You're going to have more women coming to you, more comfort with your, your hospital, right? And in 50 years, you'll make 10 times more money than you would now, but you're going to have to eat that like time period of learning. But you have to remember that that's not the main problem when it comes to blacks and medical care. The, one of the main things is cultural, right? Like you look at the, the uh, syphilis experiments, the Tuskegee experiments. Yes, that, that's, that, that, that is why th that community is super sus about the vaccine. And you don't, bl As I they don't blame they should them. Be. They should be, 100%. There's yeah. been, America historically has had a history yes. of not treating its yeah. black people or deceiving them, yes. both, uh, you know, me medicine or just. Uh, in society in general no right? for sure it's more of like th that that's 100 percent factual like yes and it's, it's a tough argument when i present those types of like uh scenarios because there's always weeds with everything else so like obviously like with what you just stated or when i talk about cops they're like oh well the systemic racism and, and this is not and it's like well yes but like i'm saying just literally on like the baseline money aspect of it yeah money aspect of it because that's our nation this runs of just money no doubt just money there won't ever be reform and that's why nathan nathan's theory is uh really really strong of or not theory but just communism on his perspective is the only way for our nation to get the change that like apparently everyone's shouting for and everyone needs and, it, and which which it does need but like it won't ever come unless the entire system burns down 
Has to. Has to. Same page. Because it will never, ever press pause and reset and take an L for 20 years or a decade or however long it would take to get right on all these different things. It cost, it would cost more money to solve the homelessness problem than it does to just let it, let people fucking die in the streets. Yeah. Right. It would cost. And, and we, they're not, they're going to say we're going to spend money on it and they have these huge budgets and most of the budgets go to just pay the people that are trying to work. Right. It doesn't actually go to help the people. It just pays the people that are fucking trying to solve the problem. There's no incentive for them to solve the problem. Right. With homelessness, because if they solve the problem, they're out of a job. It's the, the medical system in general is just completely all fucked. systems. The in fact, general the fact that it's up. like, you get a medical bill after you had surgery and you have a $900 line item for a fucking screw or $700 so for a fucking scalpel. Like Saltines, that's $87. Like what insane. are you fucking talking Absolutely about? Absolutely fucking insane. And that's kind of goes along the line of what I was talking about with like, it's insane that we haven't adjusted. I know. That's what I'm saying. Isn't that fucking crazy? Like, well, well why do we have to wait until like women's faces are falling off from licking the radium? To like make it change, You're and about we're doing to make this real extremist. That's okay, dude. All right. We're here. Are our conversations light and happy? No, we get into Sometimes. the fucking. Well, yeah, but we get into <laughs> the weeds, Bubba. Yeah, yeah. This no is uh, this is where we're going. But like, it's a trip to see all this wild shit going on. Yet the 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 leaders in government and everything are instead of just being like. Sometimes it blows my mind. Instead of they're saying like, "All right, bro, think we got to switch some shit up." Like maybe this whole like one leader sitting up there and I know it's all kind of just like a show like Biden or any president just up there is just like it's a show of strength or whatever. But maybe we need like ten. maybe we just could have a board of governors, right? A little bit of left, a little bit of right, about 10 of those motherfuckers, young, old, a mix. And they can kind of talk to each other and make a decision. I know there's cabinets, but you know that the, the, the president has the final say, quote unquote, whatever. But it's just like there's so like gerrymandering. All these wacky ass fucking things where it disproportionately fucks up voters. It uh, segregates people without like systemically that's not like blatant, but it still happens. And it's like, how is this still a thing? But yet we sit here and get caught up on like the most minute, minute details when the answer is right there. I don't know, man. It's a trip. Uh, it's, it's very unfortunate. That's why sometimes I don't have much hope for like it. My brain goes so itself. many fucking places, but the main place that it goes is burn it all fucking down. Yeah, that was that's kind of the tip I'm at, dude. Is like, look, the protests, the like daily work, the spreading awareness, that is all fucking amazing and valiant. And anyone that like wants to carry that shield, I'm with you, dude. Like, like I'm for it. But like, at the end of the day, it's gonna come down to the bottom line, like the dollar, right? And if any change threatens that dollar, even if it's for one quarter or one year, there's not going to be change. I don't think peaceful resolutions or revolutions are really a thing. I mean, you can look at Gandhi. Yeah, they have. It has to be extreme. And like, that's like fucking it's wild. It's scary. Uh, And there's going to be a lot of pain and, and suffering and everything. But we're already suffering. And I'm not sitting here. We need. It's not a call to arms. I'm just like, it's the facts about it. That's why I choose. This and I, people may judge this. I choose to abstain because my serenity. I choose to be a good person. Yeah. I choose to literally love everybody. I choose to hug everybody, laugh with everybody, really stay out of. That's like when when all that shit was cracking off, dude, during the pandemic and all of these different hot topics. I could not have a voice on any of them because it would make me sick. Like I, I would get like 
spiritually ill. I feel that. And here's the thing. And that's why I was crazy. I think, scared with you, dude. I was like, how are you leaning into all this shit, dude? Cause you were going hard. Bro. I know. And here's the thing, right? Is this is what I don't understand. It's because like, I could like tell an old fucking like racist lady to fuck off and die yeah. and like go punch a fucking cop car and go home and sleep like a fucking baby without having anything on my conscience whatsoever. It wouldn't bother me. It wouldn't bother me. I mean, yeah, obviously for you, and, and like that, that's like the, I was like, that's fucking crazy, you know, because even the thought about it for me, but then I just think like hours and hours and hours spending, it's like, it's like being in a deep conspiracy hole, right? When you're like reading about something, Obama's a shapeshifter or fucking Pelosi's <laughs> drinking fucking baby blood or whatever it is, <laughs> but like you're on a mean one yeah. where you're really soaking it up, right? This is what I used to be back in the day where I would like come to tears sometimes because I was fully convinced. I'm like, oh my god, dude, Melania. Twelve Trump. hours on Skinwalker documentaries. Sure, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> yes. right? Uh, I met this girl yesterday. She's all about that shit. The Skinwalker and everything. The Wendigos. Yeah, she was yeah. like, she was like, oh, you're gonna think I'm weird, but and I was like, let me hear it. And she's like, Skinwalker Ranch, and I was like, you're not weird, dog. That's just <laughs> like, that's just normal nowadays. Yes. Like, it's all good. That's like, that's real. Tip of the iceberg. Yeah, uh, I was like, come on, wake up. Uh, but, but seriously, and so it's like when I think about that, maybe, maybe that's like that's the privilege I have is being able to like simp out and not like join the cause or whatever. But when I look and, and maybe it sounds like I'm just saying like, Oh, well if I do join, it's not going to change anyway. So why join? And I fucking love the people who are like, we're going to go to war for this. But then I also see like a lot of the, uh, you're an anomaly, but like I see a lot of people get really sick from it and they get exhausted and they're like, th like everything is either just fear or anger or all that. And I'm like, God damn, I rather try, which we learn through the shit that we do and the lives that we live that like, I think I can make a vast difference in life just on the day to day basis in my interactions around me No doubt. instead of like slandering pe people on Tinder because they don't want to get or Tinder, Twitter, Jesus, uh, <laughs> Tinder on the brain, <laughs> Freudian slip dude, uh, on Twitter because they choose not to get vaccinated or because I don't give a fuck about that shit, man. It's just, but it's just so fucking so much dude. It's so much. And it's so like taxing on my spirit sometimes. I get that. And I think, I think, uh, it's a balance between like how trivial is it? Right? Like, I don't know when I'm passionate about something and when I'm a hundred percent sure that I'm in the right about something, yeah. I feel completely fine about doing fuck shit. Yeah. And I know that may yeah, not, you're a wild boy. Dude. That may not sound like great or whatever. So I got a little story for you. Okay. okay. And, uh, I don't want to blow up uh, Brie shit or whatever, but she was working at this coffee stand recently. Right? Oh, you're going to blow up her shit. I'm going to blow up her yeah. shit. <laughs> fuck it. Anyway, uh, she was working at this coffee stand recently and, um, basically she got bullied out of it. Okay. Like legitimately there's this, uh, so the owner, she owner's kind of a piece of shit or whatever. Okay, She's sure. not the worst though, but, yeah. um, there, there's this one girl in particular that pretty much just bullied her out of the place. Like all sorts of shit happened, man. But Brie ended up leaving. Right. And, uh, man, I was so upset about how they treated her and like seeing her come home every night and like being upset about yeah. how they treated her. Mm -hmm. That what I did is like, once she left, I went on, I went online and fucking oh, roasted the fuck God. out of the business. I roasted the fuck out of it. I, <laughs> hey, I tagged the IRS saying this bitch's books are cooked, right? Like Holy I was like, shit. I was talking about how the one girl that's really mean, like sleeps with like three of the fucking customers. And, oh like, dear God, Max. She got kicked out of her like boyfriend's place after that. And like her, her mom ended up quitting and like fucking like all sorts of shit happened because I fucking 
fucking flamed the fuck out of this place, right? And she ended up, she ended up screenshotting what I said and sent it to my boss trying to get me in trouble. Oh, so that's what it was. I saw that on Facebook. You were talking about that. Yeah, and I was like, bro, like this is like you think they give a fuck? I pull in a million dollars for this company a fucking year. Like yeah. they don't give a fuck. Like you're a fucking you're you're horrible. You're a horrible person. And like legitimately, like I was going to like make signs and picket in front of her coffee stand and like ruin the business. See, that, I just see that as like you have way too much time on your I hands. I got a lot of time on my hands. And, and I get so like so I get that it doesn't like affect you. You like you you find enjoyment in that and happiness in that in some level. Like obviously you're like upset and it's like you wouldn't prefer I that. feel like I'm on the right side. I feel right. like I You're feel justified. like it's the side of justice. I get sussed out. I get sketched out when I feel justified in doing something. Why is that? Because I'm easily justifiable sometimes, like in my mind. Yeah. I'm delusional. Yeah. So I can fucking trick myself. Dude, I'm telling you, there have been me- – right now, think about like with my divorce. I could sit here, especially knowing what I know now – in the experience that I had and everything, I could be a fu- I can be on a justifiable fucking tirade yeah. a- about like my situation and how I'm a victim because I'm justified and that shit fucking I know, dude. I because because even if I was, I wouldn't want to do that because that's not the person I am, right? So it's yeah. like I'm always I'm hesitant when I feel that because how do I like I if I want to fucking validate that I can easily. It's just simply. I make that decision and now I go hard and yeah. then I make fucking horrible mistakes. So here's the difference though, right? Okay. And this is the main thing. That was just an example. No, and I yeah, get it. Yeah, I get yeah, it. Yeah. But when it comes to me personally, like if it's something that I feel unjustified with, I'm a lot more hesitant to react, right? I'm sure. a lot more I, I am a lot more introspective and in looking at my own thing and being like, okay, what did I do wrong in this situation, right? Right, right, right. But when it's somebody else when it's when it's for instance like look look at black lives matter right yeah i'm a fucking white motherfucker that doesn't get in trouble with the police right yeah. but i'm very passionate about it yeah, yeah it's not me or look at the situation that i just described with brie it's not me it's my significant other that is being bullied and i feel yeah, it's unjust i get that i it's it's in it's in the situations where i'm defi- defending somebody that isn't capable of really defending themselves for example mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that i really fucking go hard in the paint I, okay, and that's and I'm not saying like you're like I don't I don't think what you're doing is right or like I'm fucking all the way here for it. It's more like just a personal kind of thing with me, obviously. But uh, yeah, I just I I see a lot of these people really fucking like struggling. You know what I'm saying? And I just think like, damn, like uh, and maybe they're fighting for the cause because the people they're fighting for are struggling all the time. Yeah. And so they're just like, you know what? Let me fucking struggle with you. Yeah. And that's valiant. And like that's that's good shit. But for me, I think like I am more you of use, and also like at the end of the day, dude, like my my personal serenity and happiness is of the utmost importance. Absolutely, right. Completely we we were talking about that. I think last Fourth uh, of July, we were talking about like spiritual experiences, and we were talking about usefulness, and we were talking about you know all the all the other things. I think some shrooms were in there, or whatever, whatever. It's just like always shrooms. Yeah. If like my and I've seen people literally say like. And it's you know sketchy sometimes because maybe the decisions they're making are are more based out of self and it's not re- they say it's for their own serenity but maybe it's like what that's just the weeds but like I think that a lot of importance needs to be placed on like my safety and my comfort and like because it's like I have one life dude I have one fucking life and if I ever feel called for a cause or or whatever I will fucking get down for it to within a boundary 
and if I see myself getting sick from it, dude, like, like, you know, which could possibly happen at any moment, I have to like shut off or else I'm going to harm myself or somebody else or and it's I, just, just going to get intense. You yeah. Know? And I get that. And I completely agree. I mean, the thing is, is that you and me know what one of our main causes is. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's something that you and me both have dedicated a good portion yes. of our life to. Right. Yeah. And, and I think that that is a priority for both of us. If mm -hmm. there's one thing that you and me are good at, it's, mm -hmm. it's going to be that. For right? sure. So if anything hinders that, then we shouldn't be doing that other thing. Exactly. Well said, dude. Exactly. Yeah. Is it like my, my purpose, right. Is to try and fucking like, Add positivity to life, which I struggle at times a lot, but then also just be be of use. Yeah. But in the right way. Yeah, absolutely. Like, like I rather be of use on a micro level than a macro level. I think a lot of people think they're being of use for these big, big causes and these big, big wars, right? And they forget about the battles at home. Yeah, absolutely. Like, the, like, the, like uh, someone will go on Twitter, almost said Tinder again, go on Twitter <laughs> and shred all these people that they'll never meet. But then they'll walk past the old lady struggling to carry her groceries and yeah. they won't fucking carry the groceries. No doubt. I rather stay away from those wars with people I'll never meet. And I'd rather fucking have love and positivity in my community. Right. Build up the people around me, strangers. And at times I fucking uh, I fall short. Almost fought a dude on a rover scooter the other day. Bro, I used to fucking argue with people online all the time. I hardly ever do that shit. Anymore. Right. Yeah. I have seen uh, – I'm not on Facebook often at all, but when I do pop on, it's mostly just to check on you and some other people. Uh, and, yeah, I haven't seen much of that or controversial Facebook posts. There's so not much anymore. Let me – this is a good segue because last – when was the last time we hung out? Um, it's been a little while. Okay, so – I want to say when you came to help me move that shit upstairs. And no, that was very there brief. was a time after that that we got together. Oh, it was at the. Did you go to the CA barbecue? No. Fuck. When was it? We spent. Oh, I was, I uh, was in a church you, basement you, recently. Yes. Yeah. 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 We were hanging out at a church. Uh, but we. But fucking yeah. yeah. Uh. After that, I kept thinking. I was like, "Fuck, he's grown so much." And it was just mostly, and, and, and that's just, you know, standard. What we do, we continue, we grow, we change, that's fine. But, like, your energy, your vibration is so much different than it used to be, Bubba. Like, where there isn't this level of anxiety in you anymore. There isn't this level of, uh, you weren't hostile. You weren't hostile, but just, like, aggro, on edge. You always yeah. seem, like, no, anxious, on edge. And there wasn't this, like... Even when you were at a really, really like good point in your life, there wasn't this ease to it. It seemed it was just like it was just really just kind of a grind t sometimes. Yeah. And then I've recently noticed in the last like year or so, uh, especially like last Fourth of July when we all hung out and everything, I was like, he's he's done a lot of growth where you have this new ease about you. And this comfort and this mellowness about you, where obviously you'll still go slander people on Reddit or fucking <laughs> the, the little coffee shop, whatever. That's funny, but like, but like, just in the in the 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 breaks between that, just like yeah. the way you're 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 moving is it's and it's fucking so relieving to see. Not that that you were bad. I loved you then. Oh no, yeah. But it's just really cool because it's like you. It seems like you've turned a corner. I think uh, so. I think a big portion of that is just not being in crazy toxic relationships with toxic women anymore. Yeah. I mean, that's a huge contributor to, you know, how I was for a long yeah. time. I was just bouncing back and forth between crazy women. Sure. And um, I'm in a healthy relationship with a healthy person. And there's no strife there or anything like that. So it's just, 
I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I do think that was a big anchors me down. Yeah, but you don't think like it, so? Is it like was it a conscious? I know we talk about the learned variety and like you know things come with time and yeah. whatever. Like growth comes yeah, yeah. with time. It's not always just like abrupt and insane, you know. But like, uh, did you do you notice it? Is it something that like you're conscious of? Like like, do you feel as if you're in like this pocket? or this new ease or have you, was it just like so gradual that you just kind of like, Oh, this is life now. Um, it's hard to say, but, um, I think one of the biggest things was, uh, getting on antidepressants three years ago. Okay. And I think that helped out a ton. Sure. But, um, yeah, I mean, over the last few years, it's just been fucking just chill, man. Yeah, Cause you're not as manic. No, you're not as uh, flamboyant. I guess, well, uh, okay, uh, let's slow down. Bro, I'm, what am I wearing right now? Well, I know you're scuzzy, but I'm saying uh, you're like, the keyboards are a problem, bro. The keyboards are not a problem. The keyboards are a problem. Okay, but think about it like this. Instead of me going to like Zoomies and spending like $1,000 on clothes and which shit. Which you've done, which is sad. Yeah, exactly. Which is sad. Or like, you know, buying a bunch of like stupid shit, yeah. right? I'm building keyboards. Oh, oh yeah. That's not stupid at all. Bro, it's a hobby. It is a hobby that's... uh. Yeah, okay. I'm just, I'll just, <laughs> it just blows my mind because, but also you, let me, okay, I'll be devil's advocate. The things that I spend money on today are not to show off. I'll put it like that. It's for self enjoyment. It's for self enjoyment. That's an argument I'll fuck with. It's I'm a, like on board now. I'm on board now. You just say that and I'm like, okay. I instantly just switched and I was like, oh, it's your happy place. Exactly. It's not to flex, right? Yeah, it's not like, used, oh, I'm buying the fucking. Flex. Yeah, it's like, I'm not, I don't have the fucking, you know, nice condo in fucking right. the city. Right. I have a nice house in the middle of nowhere away from fucking everyone. Right. Like, right? like for me with like, say, shoot, like ba a good example is like basketball shoes, right? Like I buy, and even the basketball shoes I buy are like on sale or I, I buy last year's model or I wait and I'm patient. I'm not buying like the brand new. Sometimes I will, mm -hmm. but like one would say especially someone that isn't into sports or isn't into sneakers at all. Like one would say that will, I mean, you have seven different pair of basketball shoes. That's like excessive. But I'm like, well, one, I play in every single one of them and yeah. I find enjoyment. Like I rotate through them all and I find enjoyment through that. And like, it makes me feel confident when I'm wearing shoes that I like and that whatever, whatever. Uh, and so, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Well, same with my keyboards, right? It's like I have 14 keyboards, but I rotate. Oh my out. God. Dude. <laughs> I rotate I'm back. I'm back. Fuck the keyboards. <laughs> dude. Fuck the keyboards. Why do you have four? Explain, explain to the layman like me. Uh, what is the fascination with these keyboards? So there's and a primary function. Well, the primary function of a keyboard is obviously I'm fucking to type. Yeah, I get it. To but type, I, you know what I mean? You right. Fucking it's, asshole. it's the gateway between the real world and the digital world Gross. primarily. But here's the thing, right? Is that you reach a certain point when it comes to keyboards where it's a fucking art. So we're not talking about just some plastic shit that you buy off the shelf, right? These are very limited CNC milled designed pieces of work that engineers fucking built. Did they use CAD software to make it? They probably made. Well, yeah. I mean, they do Fuck use CAD guy. to design shit, right? Okay, but right. everything, according to your boss. But you have different everything. You, you have different typing experiences, right? So you, right. you got all these different types of switches. You have different builds you can do. You could do plateless builds. You could do ones that are gasket mounted, where there's like flex to the PCB, where you, it's like typing on. You're pillows, so right? hard right now. I know, dude. but the main thing is the main thing is is that it matches the aesthetic of, that I want at the time. So because I work at home, right? 
I work at home. I'm on my computer all the fucking time. Yeah. I play a lot of video games on my computer, right? I want it to look nice. So right. I have different desk mats. Just like I have 14 keyboards, I have like 40 different desk mats. And I have a bunch of different oh mics. And I switch it up depending on what aesthetic I want at that time. So it's like your mood ring. Exactly. My keyboards are like my mood rings. It's your mood rings. Yes. But like What's I, your aggro keyboard? Like when you're just like peak fucking fuck the world. Something with some crazy tactile switches. Do you have one for when you're like really just like horny as fuck? No. But the thing is, think about it. Okay. Well, I guess don't think about it. But I'll like, think about it. No. So like if, if you go it. on, if you go on the mech market on Reddit right now, you'll see. Key- oh, I'm not going to do it. I know that. you're never yeah. going to do it. But like legitimately, you'll see keyboards on there going for like two to $7,000. Okay. So the thing about this hobby is that it's very niche, right? <laughs> Very niche. One very would say niche. The most niche. And uh, it's very limited. So as opposed to like most hobbies where it's like, okay, I'm going to buy this, right? Yeah. You save up and you buy it and you get it in a few days. Yeah. With uh, keyboards, it, there's no, they're known as group buys. So um, you have interest checks yeah. where somebody posts something that they were thinking of making, right? Like a case or some keycaps. Yeah. And then if it gets enough interest, then it goes into a group buy right. where everybody basically purchases it Lynn, but you have to wait usually one year to 18 months to get the product because it has to be made in that amount of time and based on the amount of people that do it. So because of that, if you get on a group buy for something that, you know, is initially $400, you can turn around and sell it for, you know, $1,200, $1,500 once you actually receive it, Yeah, which is why it's a profitable hobby. If you could afford the Tesla bot, would you buy it? Um, Yes, dude, you would. I mean, like, if you could sign up to be one of the the beta tester and they, they hit you up because they know about your keyboards and they're like, dude, you love keyboards and we have a bot for you. I think I'd you. rather spend my money on something else. No, it's you're, it's a beta. I want to get a new car soon. Yeah, you need a new car. But like, uh, but no, it's a beta. They'll be like, you can fucking, you bring it home and you can fucking yell at it and scream at it. Fuck yeah, I would. Would you do it? Yeah. Huh. I would too. Yeah, I think I most would people would. Uh. What's funny when you talk about the keyboards is I saw something similar in Bailey when he was here. Uh, so with with ta- tattoo artists, their kink is like machines. Yeah, absolutely. Machines. Yeah. He has like fucking so many fucking machines. Like my boy Jameson, he makes fucking machines. He, he doesn't like make – if me, me personally, I'm like when I draw a canvas, I don't want to give it to anyone because yeah. it's like I'm connected to it. Yeah, yeah, So when absolutely. I draw something, I'm like, oh, this is – I want to – That's why I want my keyboards. Right, right. And so uh, – like that's why I look when Jameson's making these cool ass fucking like handmade machines. I'm like, how does he fucking like sell them? Because I would save everyone. Yeah. Cause I would make them and I try, cause when I make something, I try and put so much love into it and like connection and, and just like at the end of it, when I think of it, it, it would have to be like disproportionate. Like the money offered would have to be so large. Cause I'd just be like, like my precious, I'll just hang on. I'll just keep it. Yeah. And maybe I will like, like the meme with fucking Bilbo Baggins. Like, maybe. maybe- Maybe I should keep yes. it. Uh, <laughs> why not? Yeah, why not? Why shouldn't I keep it? Yeah. Uh, but like Bailey, he was here and he's like, oh, this new machine. And he was like, he was already telling me about how he's getting a custom made machine. Yeah. He has three or four machines that he brought here. Yeah. Plus he has probably multiple at home. Yeah. And then he found out that there was this new machine that was dropping. He said it like, as like some sneakers. He's like, oh, this new machine's dropping and it's like a rare drop. And he's like, I got to get on an 11. Like it reminded me of like, you know, like the cookies I was all about and they did the drops or just like all these like really hype beast shit. Yeah. He was like, oh, this machine. And I was like, oh, how much is it? And he's like, I fu- uh, it was like a $1,200 machine. Now were they fucking gorgeous and quality and fucking fire? Yes. But I was like, 
for me, I would have to, to justify that buy, I would have to use all my other machines so much to be like, because that's what I do with shoes. Before I buy new shoes, I wear the shoes I have and shred them yeah. before I buy a new one, whatever. And uh, I just I just sit there and I'm thinking, I was like, that $1,200 machine is going to sit there and he's going to use it like once in a while. So I think when it comes to collecting hobbies, right? Yeah. When it, well, hobbies where you collect stuff, that it's, it's mainly a conduit to uh, something else that you do, right? So, I mean, think about basketball with you and shoes, right? Collecting shoes, like you have seven pairs of shoes, right? Yeah. So would you well, consider- I have like four now, but yeah. So would you That's consider, would you consider uh, buying nice shoes a hobby? I would, hobby in the way of like, it's something that I enjoy and I find happiness out of, yeah. yes, but it isn't a fr frivolous hobby. So it's very justified and it's very methodical. Exactly. Like I have a thing, but it's not like, uh, I don't just buy any old shoe that, no doubt. that has some hype or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's a hobby because I find I find joy in it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So with Bailey, right? He's he's uh, buying all these machines. Yes. What does he do with them? Looks at them. He tattoos with them. Some, but that's the funny thing is he has like three tattoos in his th machines in his rotation that he fucks with. His yeah. little rotary, a couple other ones, some liners, some shaders, whatever. The other ones, like. I see some tattoo artists pull a drawer out, bro, and they'll have fucking 20. Got and the I'm liners, like, got the shaders, got the fucking yeah, rotaries like, You don't in there. touch all of those. Yeah. And so that's when I'm like, holy shit, that's insane. So I bet he's used every single one of them, though. At least once, yeah. At least once, that's fine, right? Yeah. So it's the same thing with me and keyboards, mm. right? It's like it's a means to an end. Like I, it's something that is I... Is it? Yeah, is it? it is because I, I legitimately spend all day at my computer. Yeah. And what am I doing? I'm typing out emails. I type like 130 words per minute. Nice, dude. It's, That's a weird flex. It's a weird flex, yeah. but I'm proud of it. Okay. But that being said, I look at other hobbies and it's like, I've had these weird ones that I've been wanting to get into. One cigars. The, well, I mean, cigars aren't really a hobby. I mean, they're kind of a hobby. Bro, they're a fucking hobby. Well, I, I don't know. I, I enjoy cigars. You, but you flex those Dugans a lot, bro. I got a lot of doinks. Yeah, you, you be blowing doinks. I'd be blowing doinks. But, um, for instance, uh, origami. I've been getting into origami oh, lately. Oh, fucking A, dude. I know. Fucking weird, right? Jesus but, like, the idea of, like, folding paper. Like, it's a weird fucking hobby, but it's not a hobby where you collect things besides yeah. what you actually make. Or... It's probably very stimulating, Bonsai. Too. I've been wanting to... I, oh, I've been wanting shit. to curate bonsai trees, okay? You are so white, dude. Uh, but... <laughs> It's not something where you actually collect something. It's where you make something. Right? There's something. Yeah. It's there's some something involved. Same in with it, the yeah. origami. But like, that's why I like keyboards is because it's a combination of me, uh, of it being a means to an end. You know, like me working. But yeah. on top of that, I'm building something, right? Sure. So yeah, yeah. It's like there's a mechanical aspect of it. There's a creativity. I like the creativity out of it. Well, look at this. Look yeah. at the fucking podcast. This is great. Yeah, this this is a perfect example of that. You spent twelve hundred dollars on mics. Yeah, right? Joe and I spent twelve hundred dollars on mics. Yes. Well, and here you are. Yes. And it's a means to an end, right? And I'm sure you've looked into other equipment since then, correct? No, you haven't. I have everything I need to have. A really? Because if yeah. I was doing this, oh uh, well, I mean headphones, but it's not that I haven't looked into them. To like, it wouldn't. There isn't any other. I have the camera. Yeah. All I need is a tripod, and I have everything I need for a full functioning. Joe left me with everything. Yeah, and you know what? I'm sure that would suit you for yeah. uh, for probably about you know six months to a year, and then you'd be looking into something Not, else. So, yes, but also I've learned through this experience that, like, so for me, I just go hard, right? Yeah. Like, I know myself, so I'll go hard. And I've, and I've learned through going hard in these hobbies, and that's maybe, again, like, a lot of the perspective I'm coming from is the bias of, like, I know myself too well. Yeah. So I know that I'm, like, fucking extra. So – when we first started the podcast, all feelings, no facts. I was like, 
We need to get fucking like a logo. We got like I'm getting the loan. Yeah, dude. No, seriously. <laughs> I was like hitting up people like really, really top level designers to make like crazy logos and this and that. And I was like, video production. We need to do clips. And like then Joe really like you know he humbled me. And he was like, hey man, let's just like let's just start and let's just start here and let's take it easy. And so since then, like I could get on that treadmill really quick and just and then just like a year later kind of like it, like it would never be enough right i would just want more and more and more and up and maybe yeah like if i could if it was something that was reaching more and more people and that i had a good following and that i wanted to offer because it's really just about like quality of content having fun and you know whatever so if if i was seeing that like it was growing yeah maybe i'd get like aesthetics for when i started doing video or but like when it comes to this that's why i love this is because it's two microphones laptop that's it. It was really kind of a low over it now. And also I'm not going to generate any income from this. So I think it's a hobby that's like creative expression and it's like really sound, but there isn't like a treadmill to get on. I'm not going to pay for advertising. I'm not going to pay marketing. I'm not going to like hire a firm to fucking process my shit or whatever. Yeah. Trademarks and all that. It's just like, it's an open forum. But with that being said, it, I kind of walked myself into a, a more of an understanding of like your, your point of view on it. Cause you're right. Like I found myself, thinking like I need more and more and more to thrive or whatever, make it more quality, but whatever, whatever I have, I, w I have one more question for you. Uh, and it may, I thought it may not be as like fucking a good topic in your life that, uh, like I may be in, I'm like read it wrong or whatever, but I want to know about your experience with trolling QAnon people with trolling them. Yeah. So, Real quick, to, to, for some context, because have you seen the QAnon documentary? Uh, the one on Vice. Yeah, because you're the only person I no 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 the one on HBO. Into no, I didn't know they had one, but I'm gonna it's watch it when I get great. home. It's a trip. You will love it. The reason why I asked that is because you are literally so my brother was like into that shit, like yeah. the QAnon thing, right? Yeah. Whether it was he didn't necessarily know it, but he got roped into it and started really believing the funk. You know what I'm saying? I don't. He wouldn't. I don't think he didn't know it, but he did from YouTube and everything. And just the people who are talking as he was listening to. Yeah. So I know someone that experienced in it and he's kind of in it and his wacky ass beliefs on that shit, whatever. But you're the only person I know in my, my fucking, you know, community that was aware of it. And that was like involved. I'm not saying you were a Q follower or whatever, but that you were like, you like you were trolling them, but also like keeping tabs and like seeing it go down yeah. in first person with like the, the Reddit chats or the, uh, 4chan or 8chan or whatever like you were in there so yeah. like what was that experience like for you so i think i i've always described QAnon as like conspiracy theories for like toddlers yeah. like it's like the the uh finger paint level of conspiracy theory for like you know facebook uh karens that don't fucking right. know how to like research their own shit it's definitely low level conspiracies it is but there is some truth to a lot of the shit that QAnon would talk about you know, like when he's talking about like Epstein Island, for example, or like uh, the Federal Reserve. Or but wasn't that that was already when Epstein Island had cracked? No, he was there. There was a QAnon post about it before it happened. Was it? Yeah. But the thing is, is that I think there's truth to it. But I, I think the vast majority of them aren't able to disseminate like what is fact and what isn't. But that was the whole shtick was that be as vague as possible. That you'll learn this in the documentary that like a lot of his shit was just like open ended. They're throwing letters. Things. Figure out what this you means. You know, right? And then <laughs> yes. if, if the the date or the thing didn't crack off, he was like, 
LOL, JK was just keeping you on your toes. Q's fucking, and it was like, it the was. storm is coming. You know, and so like. Where we go one, where we go all. Yeah, dude. I'm Nothing you. can stop this. Right. Yes. And that was like, it was a trip for me because I was late on the QAnon thing. Because yep. I started, my eyes started rolling when all these cats at like 10 years ago, when I'd be like tweaked out watching deep YouTube videos on like the fucking like the cabal and the Illuminati yep. and like the OG shit that like, and I would try and talk to people about it and they would, they would like judge me and be like, Oh, you're a fucking this and that. Whatever. You're an idiot. Yeah. You know? And then when those people started getting on board with this, like in, in getting into conspiracy theories and it happened to fucking be all like the right wing people and everything. I was like, Dude, give me a fucking break. Like, you know what I'm saying? I just was like, this is such bullshit. Yeah, and I think a lot of it's just rehash shit and a lot of just regurgitated things from the past. But garbage. Like, it's not even garbage. fun. Yeah, like, if you listen to their theories, it's not even fun. I know. And uh, I don't... Like, what happened to the greys and shapeshifters and fucking, like... Oh, it's still there. ...interdimensional beings? I know it is, but then we start going to, like, Nancy Pelosi is drinking fucking baby blood. Yeah. I mean, we know fucking, like, like the Clintons are some wild people and they do some wild shit... And have like off people and all that. Uh, yeah, we know that. But Clinton's like, got a body count for sure. But I don't. I don't think that they're fucking like. Do you remember this was this is when it was peak mouth breather, the Wayfair thing. Yeah, absolutely. Bro, first of all, fuck anybody who was down with that cause because there's real like human trafficking going on. Eight hundred thousand children in the United States. There's America. real shit going on. But to think that a fucking furniture store is who's shipping them around is so fucking garbage. And these bandwagon, like, people that never give a fuck about, like, the, the sex workers and all the people that are really, like, being trafficked and fucking murdered and, like, all the horrible shit, never gave a fuck about them. But for two months after one whatever Wayfair thing hops off, they're like, oh, we got to stop human trafficking. This is fucking horrible, blah, 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 blah. And then... Since then, because Wayfair wasn't fucking shipping, like, women in boxes to people for $10,000 or whatever, they low-key, like, my brother was like, they're doing this, we need to stop it. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me, right? Like, no, Priscilla is not in your fucking wardrobe, dude. So I was like, buy it. Go buy it. Like, go go prove it, dumb dumb. Get a loan. But then my the whole moral, yeah, whole moral of the story is, like, two months later – all the flags that are being waved for human trafficking. That's a real fucking thing. That's like killing so many women. They just are like, now they're not like, I was like, why don't you go write a sign and stand in front of fucking Walmart or something like do something about it. Yeah. You know? So I it think it's really frustrating. I think it's really easy to get wrapped up in all of it. And I think it's easy to fall for, a especially lot during a fucking pandemic, especially during a pandemic. House. And I don't blame anyone for, uh, you know, going down that wormhole and seeing some information and questioning shit and right. even, even believing in it for, right. for the most part. But what, what gets me is the fact that even after Biden gets elected, even after they set multiple dates of saying, this is when Trump's going to come back. This is when Trump's going to come back, right? And it just keeps getting pushed back further and further. They can't fucking objectively look at that and be like, oh, maybe I was being trolled. Like, there are people out Isn't there. crazy? There are people out there that are still like, well, Trump's still my president. I don't know who Biden's a president of, but it's not America. Like, legitimately. The you shadow go on, presidency of Trump. The shadow presidency of Trump. I swear that's to God. That's how fucking divided we are, dude. That's it's how fucking crazy. Like, and that's the thing that really that, that really gets to me is like, like, like I said, I get the idea of falling for this shit. Yeah. I get the idea of fucking like really questioning shit. But look at things 
logically. I look did at the things research. objectively. Look at just look at the. Just, yeah. Like, at what point are you gonna fucking be like, okay, uh, maybe this dude on the fucking 4chan got over on me? Yeah. You know. Right. Yeah. Well, wait until you watch that fucking documentary. It's gonna blow your brain back. Uh, you know, there, you're gonna feel bad for all those people. Uh, you know, there's a guy in fucking Washington that like killed his brother with a samurai sword that was a QAnon supporter. I oh, you it. talked about it on fucking the last podcast. Yeah, I believe you? it. Yeah, not that I recorded. Oh, on all feelings, no facts. All, all feelings, no yeah, facts. Yeah. You and Joe talked about it. Yeah, yeah, like, dude. Like that, that shit. It's all over, man. And it's like fucking like how long it, do you think it's gonna be like till the end of Biden's presidency? Where people are still like, oh, yeah, Trump's still president. Well, you know what's crazy is I'm seeing the same thing on the left right now with Biden. What do you mean? With people just turning – like like being delusional about the presidency and all the good that – he he's not going to do any good either. Fuck no. Biden's he's not ain't a doing fucking, shit. Yeah, like you know what I'm saying? So I, I, that's, Biden's got dementia. <laughs> yeah, they're both like, – like I always said Biden was a, a fucking blue Trump. Like he's fucking sketchy in his own right. You know Fuck what I'm saying? Yeah, 100%. For years. He's a fucking – whatever. I'm not even going to get into that. But like it I see It all comes back down to burn it all to the fucking ground. Yes, that's true. I agree with you. I just say like the same delusion that the right has about Trump being, you know, the shadow president still and like the storm is coming and, and you know, he's going to be back in 2024 – is what I see the same delusion kind of in ways on the left because like they're like not holding this mother. I, I talked about it on all feelings, no facts, like hold the motherfucker accountable and he's doing some wild shit and they're like, uh, well, you know, I guess just it's our guy. So we just got to be and it's like, no, dude, he's fucking up, too. So I don't know. Not as bad as Trump. He's not as big as piece of shit like vocally that Trump was, but he's still like fucking sus bro so i don't i don't know if this is facts or if it's just the area that we live in or it's definitely feelings it's the or if it's just the people that we hang out with right but like i feel like the vast majority or at least a good portion of people our age or uh, just people in general that aren't fucking retarded are on the same page that you are that fuck fuck them both you know it's crazy I think it should be fuck them both, and I think it should be burn this motherfucker to the ground. Right, it doesn't matter who's in that seat, dude. It's a job that's impossible, and that like it, it's always gonna be about the fucking the big machine. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's always gonna about be about the big machine, and it's just like I think that if both sides were to just like stop the division and really just be like, yo, we gotta like, there's, <laughs> I, but again, I was about to say we gotta like work on some shit, we gotta fix some shit, but it's never gonna. This is such a nihilistic view, like. It's never going to change, you know, because it it's such a big fucking problem. It's just so out of whack. The orbit is so wobbly. You know what I'm saying? And look, literally the, the world, the planet is dying because of it, because it's a it's a machine that was set into place. And the moment it set into place, it was the fucking inevitable end. You know, got to start from scratch. Yeah, you got to live in caves again, and, and I think that happens. That That's a part of the Fermi paradox. Are you familiar with the Fermi paradox? We'll end on this. But uh, it's just like, why isn't there – why don't we see the entire universe just flooded with life, right? Uh, and, and the Fermi paradox are is the idea that, like, there either is or there isn't, right? And there's all these different solutions that could either solve – for why there is or solutions why there isn't one of them is like the great filter that i'm really like up on right now the great filter is like at some point in civilization there is a filter whether it's uh if say the filter was not like hard to pass so say like every civilization needs to make it through nuclear technology and if they make it through that without blowing themselves up then they just go on to thrive forever and ever and ever yeah 
but that we know that's not the case because in, in the big worries, like is the filter behind us? Because if the filter's behind us, that means it was pretty fairly easy to get through and then we've survived it. And then all life, it has the same kind of set filter. And so if every civilization can make it through, say like plagues or make it through whatever, then uh, we're, they're good and they go on to thrive, but we don't see that everywhere. So the worry is, is the great filter ahead of us, which means this fucking thing that every time a civilization gets to this epoch in their fucking annals or whatever singularity whatever that they absolutely they absolutely destroy themselves well climate apocalypse it can't be the gray goo because it hasn't happened well it it can't be because it hasn't happened yet but maybe that is the great filter that's a theory right so that idea of like either simulation yeah Uh, i can't even get down with that i can I can't get down with that. I don't have any, I don't have any like, like tangible, like self experience to really fucking, I've never resonated with the simulation theory. Spiritual experience. It's not a simulation theory. That's just a spiritual experience. Yeah. But when you have things that are too coincident to be coincidence. Yeah. Okay. Can't you look at that as like some sort of programming going on? Well, why don't we give them uh, something to chew on? This got wild, (laughs) (laughs) but we get wild. That's why I knew how this would go. You know what I'm saying? Uh, And that's why I wanted it. And I've wanted it for so long is because it's a perfect glimpse of like, if people are wondering like, wow, wonder why they're so close and like, wonder why, because we haven't disagreed on anything. There's no like crazy. Like we're just, we just flow together. Yeah. And I always love that. We do it for 12 hours. hours hours yep. hours and so uh that's that's another kind of snippet i want to show people just like this is why we are as close as we are yep and how much fun it can be and very similar like me and joe yeah and i talk about this with the whole idea of the groovy misfits podcast is like everyone that i really resonate with and love and like just like get down with is the same thing Word. it's this like open-ended vibe and it's like a wave that i get on and like you and joe could have the same 12 hour conversation about nothing. Yeah. Me and you or, or just all these interchangeable people that like really come into my lives and that seemingly throughout my entire life, you know, so like we're all groovy misfits. And I think that like, we just, we have frequencies that resonate and people that fuck with me and I fuck with them. will fuck with my people. And it's just this huge fucking awesome community. And that's what I'm trying to like, kind of like highlight here. Yeah, no doubt. Through all these different fucking you know, conversations. Yeah. I fuck with shit. it. It's dope. I also met this girl on Tinder and she was like, I had, is this, is this new girl on Tinder? The the one I talked about on the pod? Yeah. No. So, no, 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 no. Uh, she's back. She's on the East Coast, whatever. The We're, Seattle Tinder? This is Seattle Tinder. Yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, and I was going to like – so that experience actually was like so cool yeah. that uh, I was like, yeah, Tinder's broken now for me. Like it's just – it was just so like peak. You know what I'm saying? It was just amazing. But uh, I was like, oh, fuck it. You know, it's been seven years. I'll try out Seattle Tinder. And – Matched with a couple people and I like started chopping them up. But I'm not trying to like talk to fucking like the whole world or whatever. Uh, I can only handle a couple conversations at once. Yes. But uh, I met one and I had I had a host of at Groovy Misfits Pod in my. Cause I'm trying to get people to listen to the pod. Yeah. You no know doubt. what I'm saying? I'm trying to get, get yeah. the, the numbers up on the, the pod. But uh, she hit me up and she fucking flamed me, bro. She's like, oh, so do you have like a uh, a banter podcast where two two men just sit and talk over each other the whole time. And and, <laughs> da, 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 da. and I was like instant, like, Oh my God, 
Yes, that's actually exactly what I wanted to be like. No, it's really thought out. And then I just thought about it for a second. Do you have an OnlyFans? Yeah, no. <laughs> no, she actually makes like a uh, one-on-one vintage shit, which I mean, that's kind of cool. It is pretty tight. It's uh, a very Seattle thing. And, and she's really cool. <laughs> but uh, I was like, God damn it. She hit me right. It felt like we got punched in the nose. You know what I'm saying? I was like, oh, yeah. fuck. You know me. Uh, but it was really funny because like, but th- that's people when they think about podcast they always like to flex like they'll do some really like woke sh- not woke shit like politically or whatever but like they'll do some really in-depth like very deep and everyone's always like oh what's your podcast about i was like bro for one you had your experience it's intimidating with a mic right yeah it's 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 uncomfortable wasn't first well now yeah we're just booling but uh like also to have a niche podcast where there's like research involved or like it's uh topic specific pull that up jamie Right. It's so constricting. You know what I'm saying? To like, I'm going to have a fucking podcast strictly about table tennis. Like, there's only so much table tennis content that you can come up with until you really start hitting your head against the wall. Yeah. That's why open forum shit like this, banter or not, uh, is so easy because it's like, oh, today we're going to talk about all the fucking wild shit we talked about today. But then I may have someone come in and talk about like their love for vintage. Or I might have someone come on and talk about music. Or, and it's just like, uh, you could say it's like Rogan-esque, but like I, that's not, it's just, that's not, it's just me. You know what I'm saying? Like Rogan I'm, has specific, well, I don't know. It is, yeah. it gets specific at times, but like people just, it's the biggest fucking podcast in the world. So everyone bases it off that. And it's like, no, not everyone's trying to be that. I can never be that. It's obviously my own creative fucking outlet on it. Yeah. But it's like, it's not a bad format. No, Because it's not. then you're not hitting a ceiling and being like, oh, I've ran out of all the fucking table tennis people in my community and now I got to do zoom meetings or start reaching out to people. No, it's like, I can just have people in my fucking universe. Come when I, through. when I listen to a podcast, I want to listen to a podcast where I feel like I'm sitting there kicking it too. Right. Right. And it, and it doesn't have to necessarily be like, like the, the only one that I can really get down with is crime, crime ones, murder ones. I do too, but that's ones. more on YouTube. Yeah. I usually have a uh, YouTube up while I'm working and I'm uh, watching yeah. shit like that. The next podcast we're going to record. You're going to love this. The, uh, the title of it's let's let's start a cult and we're going to walk through how to like our our ideal cult because you and i both would be savage cult leaders i agree savage cult leaders. it was on my bucket list yeah so well hey <laughs> hey this is going to be the the start of it but that's going to be our next podcast together uh when we record it's going to be let's call, start a cult word and we're going to walk through that word all right everybody uh that was uh fucking a blast god Darn it. Gosh, darn it. G Willikers. That was great. I love you so much, Max. Love thanks for too, coming man. out, buddy. Uh, he's going to go get some ramen. And, you know, again, just thanks to everyone who loves and supports me uh, in this podcast. Uh, I'm a goofball, but, you know, we're out here doing it. And, yeah, I'm just really grateful to know you guys and to be able to share some experiences with you in these wacky ass stories. So anything else? No, I think that's all. All right. Later, guys. Bye. <laughs>